Hey, what up, everybody? Welcome to the Fierce Leadership Podcast, connecting your Bible to your leadership and your leadership to your Bible. Hope you're having a great week. I want to drop this leadership droplet on you. It's called, Are You Taking Your Leadership Call Seriously Enough? You know, if we're going to lead anything of any significance, really, there's going to be a plot to take us out. There's going to be little foxes that the enemy tries to get into our vineyard. And these foxes are compromised. There's a thousand ways the devil has already taken out great leaders of God through compromise. And Samson is an excellent case study in the book of Judges. All right, here we go. Are you taking your leadership call seriously enough? What a calling. The angel appeared to Samson's parents with this prophecy. You'll become pregnant and give birth to a son, and his hair must never be cut, for he will be dedicated to God as a Nazarite from birth. He will begin to rescue Israel from the Philistines. That's from Judges 13.5. Sounds like a really important call. If your birth had been foretold to your parents by an angel, I think we should reasonably be able to expect some kind of extraordinary life to follow but it didn't turn out so well for Samson. Once grown, he was led around by his own lusts, rage, and pursuits for most of his life. The prophecy was fulfilled? Barely. Take a listen to the last moments of Samson's life as they're described in Judges 16.25. Half drunk by now, the people demanded, bring out Samson so he can amuse us. So he was brought from the prison to amuse them, and they had him stand between the pillars supporting the roof. Can you, can you picture this? Is anything more tragic? Samson, the living legend, a titan of incredible power, was reduced to a blind circus act before the enemies he was born to destroy. Like many of us, Samson seemed to like the idea of a calling more than the work of one. The cost of the fullness of any true calling is character, not who we pretend to be for a watching world, but who we actually are when no one's looking. This is what determines our destiny and legacy. For Samson, it wasn't his copious charisma that proved to be his downfall. It was his low, lame, neglected character. Here's how to completely short circuit the call of God in your life. Number one, don't have a plan. There's no evidence in Judges that Samson invested even five minutes into how he was going to embrace the God-given mission of his life. Leaders who have a calling but no plan are just killing time. Number two, don't prioritize purity. Judges 16-17 reveals Samson as not just a superhero who lost his powers, but a worn-down dupe who gave away his strength after years of self-will and surrender to promiscuity and fornication. Where there's no purity, there's no power. Purity means we're turning away from not just the larger visible expressions of evil, but the little ones as well. The enemy's plan is to wear down a leader's defenses over time, getting them increasingly comfortable with a little evil that will snowball into great evil later. Number three, don't pursue God. Samson had no visible spiritual pursuit of the God who had called him. If he was attempting to fulfill his destiny at all, he sure didn't seem to think staying synced with God was important. Leaders who fulfill God's purpose for their lives understand that staying synced with their heavenly commander-in-chief is the only way they will know what to do and not to do. Without daily time with God, the called cut off the branch they're sitting on. When we fail to invest time into our relationship with God, we are at best underachieving and at worst tragically missing what we were put on earth for. Number four, stay loose and vague about accountability in your life. Foolish leaders believe that if there was a problem, they would see it. This is a dramatic failure to consider our own fallenness and propensity to deceive ourselves. Check out Jeremiah 17.9 for that. Accountability is the humility to cleanse yourself before another and even with their help. 
It's difficult and humbling, but it draws the power of God to our lives. And the power of God is worth it. The enemy deals in secrets. He wants you quiet and fearful about revealing what you struggle with. Give that old snake a breakdown and expose it. In his last moments, a prisoner of his enemies, God gives Samson, now blind, the spiritual sight to look to him for help executing what has been the judge's prime directive, crush the Philistines. We're left to wonder how much more could have been accomplished had he focused more on his calling than on carnality. Leader, let's not presume on God's mercy for a later stage of life. Now is the time to focus more on building the character necessary to complete your calling. How much more might God do through a people who will stay focused, who will embrace accountability, who will relentlessly keep drawing near to God and seek out the accountability relationships every leader needs? Let's pray about it. Dear Lord, my heart and eyes wander from a single-minded devotion to not only your mission, but your ways. Train my heart to gaze on Jesus as my model of deliberate determination to stay on mission. May I love character more than the applause or carnal pursuits. And may I present you with a leadership life that was imperfect, but persevering in its focus in Jesus' name. 